Welcome to the Halloween special of the Prop Show with special guest Ian White. It's episode 40 something. Roll VT. I'll tell you what, it's a bit spooky here, boys, again. Uh, so we've got our uh, famous guest here, Mr. Ian White. Um, he's uh, big, big in the game. game. Big in the big game, in the game. And we've got the usual suspects. We've got Matt and we've got Chris. How's it going, Chris? He's been, uh, he's been lean at the gym. Tell you what, mate, he's looking sharp there, Chris. quiet today. Though. Yeah, tell you what, keeping it all that chatter, yeah, chatter, banter, banter. So uh, let's just have a quick, uh, quick word to our show sponsors. Wando, put your one glasses on. Wando, Wando. 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 there you go. Wando. There you go. Okay. And we've also got some, the other prop show uh, sponsors. So we've got um, Yumdell socks somewhere. Good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah, I've got some. There they are. You, have you got some Yumdell socks? I have. There yes, you go. Been to Australia. Good there you go. Andy, <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay, so this week's got Ian White, big in the game, Matt. Big in the what game. What have you been talking to Ian about today? We've been talking about Reitman's relationship with the uh, industry. We've been talking about millennials. In fact, we're going to talk about a little bit of this now. Before we kick on, what I'd like to do, looking at the board, uh, do the they get bored? Right, Ian. What is your opinion on Right Moose's relationship with the estate agency industry? <laughs> Don't drop that Ooh. bomb in. <laughs> uh, simply put, abusive. I suppose would be the word I would use. Look, I think Right Move uh, aren't as expensive as people make out, but I think they're abusing their position of authority or their, their strength in the market. Is, is that the lack of empathy? They don't have any empathy. Um, I, I yes. Okay, so Matt, you're a, you're a consumer of. I know you're looking for a product yes, at the moment. I am. Yeah, you, yeah. you just go to Rightmove, don't you? Yeah, I mean, I do check Zoopla as well, but Rightmove's like the Google. Everyone just Google's it. Rightmove it. It's so they've. I mean, we've worked it out before on you know previous shows a year or so ago that you know you joke that oh what's the fee this year and pull a figure out of a bucket, but actually <laughs> when you look into what agents you guys used to pay on newspaper advertising like a thousand pound a month maybe actually and that was when a thousand pound was a thousand pound yeah so actually as ian said it's not bad value but i know there's a lot of rumors and sort of murmurs about geographical areas and that's costing people it's interesting me peter knight who's a good friend of yours um um he's friend of the show show he's never been on the show we'll get him on one we'll get him on you haven't had him on no not yet we saw him do it for dom last week so that was good no last month yeah last month remember because we always do this bit out there Um, sorry, where are you? Um, and he actually said that do, during his mystery shopping exercises that over, a, I think it was there between 20 and 25% of valuation appointments were went unanswered. Ah, so pretty hot leads then. People are actually bothering to get in touch. And... Yeah, just amazing. I mean, that's not Rightmove's fault. That's no. the agent's fault. Absolutely the agent's fault. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely the agent's fault. Okay, so before we move on to the next topic, uh, could we have a, a message from our show sponsor, the Prop Show bit? Yes, let's see. don't normally drink beer, but when I do, I drink prop show beer. Thanks very much. Right, let's move on. So the next one. Um, Millennials in a state agency, Ian. Talk to me about that. Uh, Millennials in a state agency, I think they are, I think they get a bad 
reputation unfairly mm-hmm. through poor leadership of them. Um, what? So you're not telling me it's all about the the um, the, the free food and the and the avocado on toast and the fact they're snowflakes and they don't like um, picking the phone up. It's their boss's fault, is it? It's the old men, is it? And the old women. No, they're definitely different. I think that would be, uh, but I but I think these people could just be as just as hardworking, just as phone positive, um, and you know not snowflake mentality if they were led correctly. So what can bosses do to motivate them? Apart from beanbags and free food. I think the first thing to do is to understand exactly what it is that motivates them. Um, Mm. But I think we talk about them as a a single object. My experience of millennials or people born in the 80s, 90s, is that there is all colours of the rainbow in all age groups. Um, I just think that it's easy to blame poor leadership on the age group of the people that are currently coming through the industry rather than blaming our own ability to lead them. Matt, what do you think? Yeah, I agree with Ian and the fact that like it's just another person, right? And it's up to the manager to, you know, whether it's a tricky footballer or one that, you know, sort of unruly in the dressing room, similar in a, in a management structure, it's for them to learn about their employee. I mean, you said what motivates them. You know, a lot of research done and like it's not necessarily money for a millennial, it's the fact that they could have flexi working hours or they could have a three month sabbatical. This company we spoke to the other week about they want to go and do that traveling stint and get it out of their system. Then, you know, so it's not all about, you know, the money and then being weak on the phones. I think. What are the, you, you, you um, help and guide some of the best and biggest firms in UK state agency. What does good look like when it look, looking after this age group of people? Because it, it is our negs and valuers that we're talking about here. Mm. Um, I think it's really simple. You need to provide them with an environment where they can flourish, whatever that environment is. Um, you need to employ people that first and foremost understand the DNA and culture of your business, regardless of their age. Or you know, you, you've got to make sure that you're not employing people that are simply just out of kilter with how you think, um, because that's not going to work. Um, but I'm, I'm absolutely convinced that my bosses, when I was 21 years old, 22 years old, thought I was not hardworking. So I'm sure that they thought that my generation wanted everything on a plate or whatever it is that we label these poor songs with now. And I, I don't think there's anything to do with the uh, generation of people. I think it's to do with the changing it, style. Interesting you say culture. Um, we were talking earlier on, the videos will be coming out in, in a few weeks' time, that you said that you think the fundamental, the biggest issue with UK state agency bosses is them setting the tone with a culture. What does that good, What does good culture look like and why is it so important? Good culture can be any culture as long as it's aligned from top to bottom. So, and what I mean by that is that whether you are the, the oldest, been there for 25 years, or the person who joined today, you know what the principle of that business is, what its mantra is, what its DNA is, mm. so that you have an aligned business. And most importantly, that your pay and reward is directed to rewarding those behaviours and attitudes and responses. So, interesting. I think, yeah, it's you know, it's there are successful snowflakes if you want to keep calling them that that, that do work hard and do put the hours in. So it's a bit unfair to tarnish him with that. What does Chris think? Chris is a millennial, <laughs> which he doesn't like because he's just in that age bracket by a year. Maybe or we so. should ask him. It's quite spooky. He's, 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 he's quite yeah. spooky. He's Chris, here. What do you think? <laughs> well, that's quite. He's not. Really. He must be ill. Right. Okay. Uh, what I'd like to do is uh, give Ian his two prizes, uh, gifts even, Indeed. Uh, which are not tax deductible. So that's even better. Quite fair. Um, okay. So a uh, prop show beer, which is made with the finest ale. In fact, you know. This is, I, you've got to admit, you've been around a bit. You've been to all the shows. There can't be much merch better than this, can there? I've never been given a personalised bottle of 
No. No. So and Matt, what's the other gift that we have for uh, so We have t-shirts. This one, this one I've already been given. Oh, yes. look at that. Let's have a quick look. Like, I see that you obviously measured me first because it is, it is a very nice. <laughs> this is the tenth one. Okay, so basically wear that with pride, and if you've got the balls, take a photograph of it and do a hashtag, and you never know what you might not win. Okay, <laughs> uh, let's move on now to our another note from our show sponsor. <laughs> Hello. Hey, it's Tony Morris from Sales Doctors. Tony, what's up? I've got this agent's fees up from 1% to 2%, but the MD's moaning wants even more. Can you help, guys? Right, right. Yeah, 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 yeah we, we can, can help. help. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know, what, what, what can we do, lads? Up from 1% to 2%? Well, to be honest, mate, if you just give him a couple of bottles of prop shape beer, prop shape beer is 4.3%, so you can get him right up there. Fantastic. You sure that'll work? Yeah, 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 mate, definitely. Brilliant. Thanks, guys. I'll give all the agents these prop show beers so they can all get some 4.3%. No worries, Mazda. No See you worries, later, Mazda. See, they're quite good, those. There yeah. you go. Speaking of t shirts, though, if you have any merch, especially t shirts, send them in. We'd love to get you. We're making a t shirt wall. So uh, send them in. Neil's address. How much does it actually cost to come on this show, Matthew? Uh, it's absolutely free, Chris. It's yeah, interesting. So sign up below and come on for free. Thanks for provide lunch. There you go. Marks and Spencer signs. There you okay. go. Happy right, days. let's move on. Uh, should, probably this is the best part. Should we ask Steve what's happening in the North London property Steve, market? Steve, what are you saying? Steve says. Video sells property. Thanks, Steve. There you go. There you go. Now, and finally, what I want to talk about as he looked at the board over his shoulder, <laughs> quite spookily. Hey, see you all time. Come on. You need some like ghosts playing across the screen and stuff. Bubble, bubble, boiling trouble. Okay. And what is it with agents moaning all the time about their competitors? Why, or is it you ask me why they do it? Yeah. Uh, normally to cover their own lack of ability to perform, I would imagine. Yeah. Ooh, that, yeah. That's hurtful. Uh, yeah, but it's, I think it's probably, I mean, my experience is he who shouts loudest is probably the one with the biggest problem. Mm. Um, and in any event, why would you, why focus on your competitor? I, I don't, I fail to understand your competitor. You cannot control your competitor's behaviour, so why bother? Okay, if they're overstepping the law and they need reporting to the relevant mm. people, even then I've got to be honest with you, it's not something I would have done, but if, if it suits you, do it. But looking at their model and saying they charge too little, they charge too much, they spend too much on marketing, they spend too much with right move, too little with right move, they're on the wrong website. Nothing to do with you, it's their business. Um, mm. You focusing on their business will solve none of your problems. Well, that's what the, the argument was with the Purple Bricks thing. It's like, stop talking about them and just get on running your own business because they're doing what they're doing, they're successful to a degree, and that's that. I don't, I don't think it's down for estate agents to determine good or bad businesses, that's the consumer's prerogative. Sure, um, sure. Consumers will vote with their feet. If you've got a better business, you'll, you'll attract more customers. If you haven't, you won't. That's true. There you go. Well, there you go. That, that's the end of the Halloween special. Ian, thank you very much. You've come down all the way from Wokingham, yes. down south, okay? Thank and he's going on to Leicester now. Um, Ian's been on to, in, onto the walking sofa and had lots of interesting chats that should be coming out roughly the same sort of time now, if not a couple of weeks' time. Good, good. Uh, thank you for taking the time and effort, Ian. Thank you. Uh, Ian, 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 look up into this industry but Ian is certainly one of them he is a very marmite sort of guy but uh you either love him or hate him and I love him to bits so he does you do tend to shoot from the hip and you say what you like and like what you say but I think there's I think that's good isn't it there's in this world that. honesty yeah it's yeah. Honest. yeah there you go anything you want to say before you go 
No, the alternative is dishonesty. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, you've got to point at the camera and shout shalom. Shalom! shalom!